Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Daf Samach Tesamit Beis. The Gemara is continuing with Rabba's kashas. Um, so Rabba asks the following kasha: Boy Rabba, Rabba asks, "Kaim lechi hayoyim mahu." The flow of today's daf is also strange. Kaim lechi hayoyim. A person says, "I want the neder to be confirmed today." That's what he says. Now, the implication of what he's saying is that I want it to be confirmed today, but annulled tomorrow. So the question is, the, now here's the thing. The Gemara is assuming that that's a thing. First, the Gemara is assuming that you're able to confirm it today on stipulation that it'll be annulled tomorrow. So for today it's confirmed, and then tomorrow it's automatically annulled, which, by the way, is a chiddish, and it's, a, it's actually a machloikis on, tomorrow's, on, t- on the next daf, because you would assume that once it's confirmed, that's it. There's no backsies. The Gemara is saying no. The Gemara makes an assumption that you could for sure confirm it today and stipulate it that it's unconfirmed tomorrow, that it's annulled tomorrow. That's fine. The question is, you just said it's confirmed today. Now, you never said it's, it's annulled tomorrow, but that's it's what it sounds like, right? If you say it's confirmed today, it sounds like only for today. So the question is, do we deduce from your Lushen that when you said it's confirmed today, so by Rabba, Omar, Kaim Lechi you say it's confirmed for today. So the question is, what's the halacha? Do we say, well, if you say it's confirmed today, that implies that it's only confirmed for today, but for tomorrow it's annulled. So... The halacha would then be that tomorrow it's automatically annulled. Or perhaps you never said that. You all you said was that it's confirmed today. You never said it'll be annulled tomorrow. That's no confirmed today. Are we having? Uh, are we going to eat pizza the whole week? We're eating pizza today. Okay, it kind of sounds like you're not eating pizza tomorrow. I, 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 it's a deduct, the fact that you're saying, because you're saying, if, you're, if it's confirmed, why not just say it's confirmed? You're saying it's confirmed today, perhaps it means you don't want it to be confirmed tomorrow. Now, by the way, so, okay, that's kasha number one. Next page. Imtim siloimar. There's a lot of times when there's a lot of kashas. The Gemara won't answer, will just say imtim siloimar if you saw this. By the way, throughout Shas, whenever there's imtim siloimar, the Rambam Paskins like the imtim siloimar, the Raiva does not. It's just good to know. But anyway, let's assume for a second you didn't say that. Meaning, you, all you said is confirmed today. You never said it's annulled tomorrow. So it's not annulled tomorrow. Okay, let's go with that assumption. What about the following question? You said it's revoked tomorrow. Now here's the problem. Right? Here's the halacha. I said this yesterday, that when a father or a husband hears a vow, they have 24 hours to annul it. If they don't annul it in 24 hours, it's passively mekuyim. You said it's tomorrow annulled. Tomorrow it's gone. The question: so Does that mean that it's? Uh, it, does that mean that you want it to be annulled now and annulled tomorrow? Because you said it'll annulled tomorrow. Or perhaps no, you want it to be annulled tomorrow. Here's the problem: by the time tomorrow comes around, that means that you didn't annul it yet, and 24 hours passive lack of annulment is a kiyum. You hear the problem. So Monday morning you hear the, you hear a nether. You have 24 hours to annul it. If you don't annul it for 24 hours, by Tuesday morning it's already mekuyum, automatically. You say on Monday morning, I want it to be annulled tomorrow morning. Does that work? On the one hand, you said you want it to be annulled, so you clearly showed your intention is to be annulled. But on the other hand, by the time when you want it to be annulled, it's too late. So that's the Gemara's cash. Do we say you can't annul tomorrow? Because 24 hours pass and it's too late and you're already makuyim it. Or perhaps, because you never said it's confirmed, when you said you want it to be annulled tomorrow, you really meant you want it to be annulled today. You also want it to be annulled tomorrow. You never said not today. 
So that's, that's the kasha. Now, by the way, this is interesting. I just noticed this. This seems to dis, uh, contradict the premise from the previous one. The premise of the previous question was that you could mekayim uh, uh, today on uh, the stipulation that it could be annulled tomorrow. Over here, you said, I want it to be annulled tomorrow. Here's the problem. 24 hours later, it's already mekayim, too late. We just got finished saying that I could mekayim and then have it annulled. Now I'm changing my premise. It sounds like it's saying the same thing. No, but you, you hear what I'm saying. The first kasha is, can I have it? The, the first kasha was, if I say it's confirmed today, does that mean it's automatically annulled tomorrow? But let's say I said it's annulled tomorrow, for sure, fine. You could mekayim it today and annul it tomorrow. Then the second question is, if I say it's annulled tomorrow, is it too late because it's already confirmed? Well, I, thought, I thought I could confirm it and then annul it afterwards. So you're not totally passive with it. You're not like unaware of it or anything. You okay. You have an awareness. Okay, I hear what you're saying, perhaps. Anyway, that's the kasha. Let's go with the, again, we're not answering, we're just going with the assumption. Perhaps let's assume that if you say it's it's annulled tomorrow, it's too late. What about over there you said it's, confir- it's annulled tomorrow. The problem is after 24 hours, it's already confirmed, it's too late. What if I say this? I don't wait 24 hours. I say, it's confirmed for the next hour, and then after that, I, you assume I want it to be annulled. Meaning, I said it's confirmed for the next hour. right? We, 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 let's assume that if I say it's confirmed for 24 hours, it's too late. Too late. What if I say it's confirmed for an hour? You could definitely deduce from my statement that after an hour I want it to be annulled and it's in the within 24 hours so within 24 hours that's my leeway to play with so maybe I could I could confirm it for an hour and then it'll order and my from my um my lush and you could deduce I want it to be annulled after an hour do we say that when I say I want it to be confirmed for an hour, it's clear that my interest is that after an hour I want it to be annulled, or perhaps I didn't say that? And the f- last question is, let's go with the last assumption, which is, if I say I want it to be confirmed for an hour, it's like my father said, I never said I want it to be annulled, all I said is I want it to be confirmed for an hour. We'll go with what I said. Fine. Last kasha. Miu amr lamai. Last kasha is like this. I speak it out. I said I want it to be confirmed for an hour and then I want it to be annulled. Does that work? Right? We're, we've been like dancing around and I was just speak it out. Can I confirm it and then annul it? Me, I'm on Kivin to Kaima Do we say that once you confirm it? Now listen, it's clear from the Gemara that if I say I want it to be confirmed forever and then I change my mind, I definitely can't do that. Once I want it to be confirmed forever, it's strong. The question is over here, I said I want it to be confirmed for an hour and then I want it to be annulled. Does that work? Do we say that once you confirm it, it's too late, it's out of your hands? Or do we say, how long do you have to annul it or to, to, to confirm it? What's your time? What's the time base? You always have 24 hours, right? The first 24 hours is the most critical. So during the first 24 hours, it could be fluid. So I could say I want it to be confirmed for an hour and then I want it to be annulled. That's the question. So again, if I, if I say I want it to be confirmed forever, I can't change my mind, that's for sure. But I said I want to be confirmed for an hour and then I want it to be annulled. Does that work? So the Gemara says, let's bring a Raya. And the Raya is interesting. Again, can I confirm it for an hour and then have it automatic and then have it annulled? Does that work? So the Gemara says, well, Tashima, Hareini Nazira, it's a mission in Nazirus. A wife, the wife says, I am a Nazir. Okay? The Shama Baila, the husband hears this, Vamar Ani. And the husband says, and I. Meaning, so you have, the wife says, I'm a Nazira. 
for 30 days. Then the husband hears it and he says, I also. Right? Okay, so he's also accepting Naziris upon himself. He's, he's latching onto her. Could he nullify her Naziris? Right, she said, I'm a Nazir for 30 days. He says, I'm also. And then he's like, so he's a Nazir. He accepted Naziris upon himself by saying, I am also. Can he then nullify her Naziris? He's a husband. Can he nullify her Naziris? So the answer is no. Why? The Gemara says, but in Yochalaf, you can't. Why? Because when you say, I'm a Nazir, meaning when she says, I'm a Nazir, and you say, I also, you're latching on to her Naziris. That's your way. At that moment, you want it to be confirmed. So at that moment, you want it to be confirmed, and then you can't, you can't nullify it. Oh, so that's the point. Now again, let's get the halacha down. The halacha down is a wife says, I'm a Nazir, and the husband says, and I. That's his way of saying, I'm in. He can no longer nullify it. Why? Because by definition, when he said, and I, at that moment, he wanted to be confirmed. That's what he was saying. So he already confirmed it too late. So the Gemara assumes, that's the Mishnah, the Gemara assumes that by you saying about your wife and I is not a confirmation forever, it's like a confirmation for an hour. I want it to be confirmed at that moment. A minute later, I want to change my mind. You see, you can't. The Gemara is deducing from here, again, I had a Shiloh before, your wife says a nether. You say, I want it to be confirmed forever. You definitely can't change your mind. But you say, I want it to be confirmed for an hour, and then I want it to be nullified. Does that work? So here, the wife said, I'm a Nazira. You said, and I. That's your way of confirming it at that moment, because that's your whole point. You want to be a Nazira like her. You can no longer take it back. The Gemara assumes that by you saying, and I, that's like a confirmation for a minute. It's not like you want to confirm it forever. Why do we see the minute in that? In because you all, all your, all the Gemara, he's only confirming it at the moment that he said it. The moment that he said it, he's saying, he's and like I. He's saying Hayom of one hour. He's not like saying that. So you're saying that it's a confirmation forever. Oh, and it's Naziras, which is its own kind okay, of... Okay, so that, that's the Gemara's answer. But the Gemara, let's just go with the back and forth. The Gemara's assumption is that when the husband says, and I, that's his confirmation for a moment. He's saying, at that moment when I said, and I, I confirm it. But why can't he change his mind? So you see from here that once you confirm it, even for a moment, you cannot take it back. The Gemara is going to answer, like Avin said, which is, no... If he said, I want it to be confirmed for a minute, maybe he could change his mind. Over here, when he says, and I, without stipulating, that's a confirmation forever. That's just saying it's a good Naziris. Of course he can't change his mind. We're trying to decide when he said it's confirmed and he gave a limitation to it, could he change his mind? Over here, he just said, and I. That's his way of saying, I'm in. So if, well, he never stipulated it. Comes with itself, no, but say, but even forget about the timeline. Even if he says an Aziris forever, the point is when you say and I, that lotion is a confirmation forever. It's a unilateral confirmation. If you would have said I confirm it for a moment, okay, that you could get a raya. But the, so that's what Gemara says. Vamai, why can't he nullify her Naziris? Nema, I need He says, why can't he say like this? I confirmed it for that moment. That's why I said I'm a Nazir. At that moment. But after that moment, why can't he nullify it? Oh, so you see that once you confirm it, it's too late. So the Gemara says, You see from here that once you confirm it, it's too late. So the Gemara says, no. The answer is, when you say, and I, that is a confirmation forever. That's why you can't change your mind. But had you said, I'm confirming it for an hour, maybe you could change your mind. So, uh, yeah, that, we didn't really answer. We just but sort of. We can go back and say so, yes. or, or maybe. 
Well, I don't know. That's that's it's, it's whenever there's an imtim silarma. Some of them we addressed, some of them we didn't. But the Gemara assumed imtim silarma this, imtim silarma that. So the Rama would paskin like the assumptions of imtim silarma, meaning if imtim silarma A then B, imtim silarma B then C. The Rama would paskin like A and B and C. That's it. Uh, okay, new Mishnah. Now this concept we had already yesterday. Mesaav again when the woman is engaged. Right, so the conclusion before is that once he says ani. No, this, well ani yes, but we don't know what the halacha would be if he confirmed it for an hour. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, because ani is an acceptance forever, which makes sense. You, you had your chance to limit it. You said I'm in, so that's it. Too late. Now we said yesterday that a girl after kedushin, when she's again under twelve and a half. It's a double, comf- a double uh, uh, annulment. She needs annulment from the husband and the father. This we had yesterday. If the father dies, the husband does not take over. But if the husband dies and she's single again, she's automatically back to her husband, her father's house. Meaning, in other words, that after Kedushin, if, if she becomes a widow, she's back to being single and, and it's as if it never happened. Her, husband, her father has full jurisdiction. Okay. Now, in this area, in this area, the father's power is stronger than the husband because the father gets full rights upon widowship. But if the father dies, the husband doesn't get full rights. But there's another area in this same scenario of a girl after Kedushin of where the, fa- where the husband is more powerful. And that is and that is that the father cannot nullify the vows once she turns 12 and a half, but the husband can. Now, the Gemara is going to clarify what exactly the case is by a husband. Again, they started, there was Kedushin, and then, and then at some point, I guess she turned 12 and a half. We'll have to see the case. The husband can nullify the vow. Now, by the way, the, 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 what exactly is the case? Because again... The father, once she turns 12 and a half, the father loses jurisdiction. Yeah, but she said the Mishnah, but the husband has jurisdiction when she's 12 and a half. Wait a minute. I thought after Kedushin, the husband only has 50%. So even, let's say you're Mekadish and Isha, right? After Kedushin, then she turns 12 and a half. The husband doesn't have full jurisdiction. The husband has full jurisdiction after Nisun. So what does it mean that after Kedushin, once she's a Bagar, then, uh, so I'll just spoil it, the Ran speaks it out. The case is, if you remember in the first Daf in Ksubis, that they would give people after Kedushin 12 months, and then after 12 months, if the husband postpones the marriage, he's financially responsible. That's the case of here also. He, he's Mekadashar, when she's a Bagar, then 30 days pass. They used to give 12 months for a non-Bagar. Bagar would get 30 days. 30 days pass, if the husband postpones the wedding, he's, she's his responsibility financially, and then he can nullify her vows. So the case of the Mishnah where a husband after Kedushin can nullify the vows exclusively when she's a Bagar is where 30 days have passed and he's postponed the wedding. Okay, let's see it inside. Financial responsibility is what makes it... It, it seems like it. That's, that's what it seems like it. Yeah. Now, here's the kasha. We said that if the father dies, the husband does not get permission, does not get full jurisdiction. But if the husband dies, the father does. Now, my time, what's the reason that when the father dies... The husband does not get full jurisdiction. Why not? Father's dead. There's no one else involved. So the answer is, The Pasuk describes her as being in her father's house. Meaning, she's in her father's house until she's in her husband's house. Until Nisun. So therefore, even if the husband dies, the father is still, she, even if the father dies, she's still considered in the father's house. Now, but the opposite, which is the husband dies, she becomes single again, and it's as if she was always single, and the father has full jurisdiction. Minolan, what's the source that when the husband dies, 
she's back to being full jurisdiction of the father. So Amar Abba Amar Kra im Hayoy Siel Ish Nudarehala. Pasuk describes Kedushin. It says Hayoy Sia. Hayoy Sia is a double lashon. You know what it means? It says the Gemara. Go to the next page. Makish Koy Hayoy is always Kedushin. Hayoy Sia means that the halachas of a husband and father nullifying the vows apply to her first husband and her second husband. What does that mean? She's Mikadish to a guy. At that moment during Kedushin, father and the husband um, nullify the vows. Husband dies, she's Mikadish a second time. Same thing, father and husband. Yeah. So the Gemara says, We treat the period in between two husbands when she's single, as if she was single always, meaning the period of widowship after Kedushin is the exact same thing in Halacha as singlehood before Kedushin. Meaning, you have Kedushin where it's different, then you have single before, and then she's a widow, single after, they're the same. Makish Havaya, that it says, that she's treated the same by her first husband and her second husband, meaning in between is, when she's single in between, it's the same thing as when she was single before. Just like when she was single before she got married, the first she had kedushin the first time, the father was in full jurisdiction and he annulled the vows himself. So too, uh, uh, when she's a widow uh, after kedushin, same thing. The father has full jurisdiction. Now the Gemara just says, So we're saying right now that after the husband dies. The father has full jurisdiction, he could nullify the vows. The Gemara says, maybe that's only true for Nidarim that she made after she was a widow. But how do I know that the father can nullify the vows that she made when she was still engaged? Right? Right? She's engaged, father and husband. F- husband dies, father has full jurisdiction. Why? Because of Apostle Kayasiya. How do I know that maybe that's only true for Nadarim that she makes when she's a widow? How do I know that the father can nullify the vows of the Nadarim that she made when she was still engaged? So the Gemara answers, Ibn nafka. That's learned out from Binura Besavia. So you have Hayasiyalaish, which is teaching you that the father is full jurisdiction, and that's for Nadarim that she made. That, that's for Nadarim that she made when she was still married, Kadushin. And the Nadarim that she made afterwards, that's Ibn Rabbi Savia. Okay. Doesn't that, that kind of covers all cases. So it kind well. of covers, yeah. It, well, you don't kind of. Need well, that's the question. Exactly why you need both. It's a good child. Yeah, they're trying to talk about it. Uh, let's just to finish up the the daf. Now we said like this in the Mishnah that if if the husband is Makadish and Isha, right? See Makadish and Isha, then it's half half, fifty fifty. But then once she becomes a bagar, the husband's in full jurisdiction. The one says, what do you mean? What's the case? If it's a case where they got engaged when she was before 12 and a half, but then during the engagement process, she turned 12 and a half, meaning, and it sounds like from the Mishnah, let's say she gets engaged when she's 12 years on five months and a half. Like literally 12 years, five months, 24 days. A week later into the engagement, she's technically 12 and a half. So it sounds like from the Mishnah, husband has full jurisdiction. That's not true. The Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. Michti. Misa maitziu bagris maitziu mishusa'av. Ma misa lei nesukul shusabal. Av bagris lei nesukul shusabal. What happens? How does a father lose jurisdiction of his daughter? It could be with his own death or with her aging out. What did we say the halacha when, she, when he dies? Does the husband get full jurisdiction? No. So why is that when she ages out, the f- husband has full jurisdiction? It doesn't make sense. 
Ella, so it must be Kidsha Kishibai Garis. It must be rather the cases like this. You're Mikadish and Isha when you're 12 and a half. Very simple. You're Mikadish Isha when she's 21. Okay. So here's the Shiloh. Every guy that gets engaged, it does Kedushin. She's 21 years old. Who is nullifying her vows? Father's been done for 10 years already. Father's definitely out. I would say nobody's nullifying her vows. Why? She's not fully married. Right? She didn't have an Asuan. So what exactly, so why does the Mishnah make it sound like the second year Mekadosh Abagar, automatically the husband's, that's not true. So the Gemara says, What's the case? And the Rishonim added, and this is what I said before. The case is your Mekadosh when she's a Bagaris, and you waited 30 days. You waited 30 days. So 30, meaning you postponed the wedding past the date the Chazal dictated. So now you're financially responsible, and that's why you're in full jurisdiction. Here's the problem. Perfect. By the way, that makes a lot of sense. Mekadosh and when she's a begeres, the halacha is that instantly, no nullification. Once 30 days have passed, then she's in your jurisdiction, you postpone the wedding, you have full, full ability to nullify the vows. Perfect. Here's the one problem. Uh, we already had this later on. This is a mission in three dafim. So it's perfectly, I agree with you 100%, but the Mishnah repeats itself. How so? The Mishnah says, that if you have a Bulgaris that got engaged and then 12 months passed, the halacha is, since the husband has to, has to support her, then he nullifies her vows. Now, by the way, I, it's, I said 30 days. This is 12 months. We'll get, the Gemara instantly addresses this. Now, the Gemara says, Hakufa kasha, wait a minute. You say a Bulgaris that's 12, waited 12 months after the engagement. I thought Bulgaris is 30 days. So the Gemara says, you're right. Bulgaris, you're right. Bulgaris is 30 days, or a girl, and you waited 12 months. Fine. But here, back to the original kasha, which is, I completely agree with you. What our Mishnah is saying is, you're Mekadosh Bulgaris, you postpone the wedding past 30 days, you get to nullify her vows. Perfect. That's a Mishnah in three dafim. I don't need two Mishnahis to tell me the exact same halacha. So the Gemara answers, Mekamakim Kasha, so it's a Kasha. So it's two answers. Answer number one, again, you have the same halacha repeated twice. It doesn't have to be repeated. Answer number one, the Iker Sugya is here. Over there, it's just taught for the context of the Machlokas. Or, Iba or the opposite. The Iker Sugi is there. And it's only taught here for context. Meaning, the answer is it doesn't have to be repeated twice. It's placed once as the, like the source, and once just for the flow. Either here's the source, and that's the flow. There's the source. Here is the flow, but it doesn't have to be repeated twice. I will stop here. Okay. All right.